1: The Capitals look to snap a four-game winless skid tonight against Edmonton. Tarek El-Bashir will join us as the team suffers more injury issues. And a listen back to the moments that mattered as Alex Ovechkin stands alone, the most goal scored with one team in NHL history. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, November 7th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear the Faster Way. Into Capital One Arena. It's the second game of a four-game homestand tonight for the Caps as the Edmonton Oilers come to town at 8 Eastern. And Washington is in need of a winning night. After a stunning 3-2 loss to Arizona Saturday in which the team carried a two-goal lead to the third period, the winless streak is now at four. The last two coming in regulation to Detroit and the Coyotes Alex Ovechkin scored his seventh goal of the season Saturday in the 787th of his career, passing Gordie Howe for the most goals scored in NHL history with one team. We'll hear those moments at the end of the show today. But Nick Ritchie would score twice in the third period Saturday for Arizona, leaving the Capitals on the short end of a 3-2 setback. Offense from the forwards has been a problem. Defensive breakdowns have hurt as well. Injuries, too, of course. Dmitry Orlov going down, following seven other players that have gone to injured reserve. And perhaps maybe not enough killer instinct when it mattered most at the end of games. Add it all up, the Capitals now starting the new week with a 5-6-3 record and a lot of tough opponents up next. Peter Laviolette with his assessment on what went wrong in the third period on Saturday.
2: Breakdowns, you know, from a defensive standpoint, you know, all the goals are things that we can, we have to do better. And so we could attack more, first of all. And then, secondly, when it does come to play defense, it's got to be the priority. It's kind of been the same story for the last four games where not scoring a lot of goals. And so if you're not scoring a lot of goals, you've got to pay attention to defense. And it needed to be better in the third. Peter, obviously, you, you have a bunch of injuries here. You're just kind of struggling to get results. How do you kind of fight your way through this, through this Injuries don't have anything to do with the game tonight. When we had a game, we were in, in control of it. We were up to nothing, and we needed to bury it, and we didn't. So that's on us. It's Injuries are part of it, and um, there's things that we could have done on the ice to win the third period or be better in the third period.
1: As the Capitals hit the ice tonight against the Oilers, you're likely to see a new face in the lineup. Nicholas aube kubel picked up on waivers Saturday from Toronto, is expected to make his Caps debut tonight. He played with Darcy Kemper last year in Colorado and played junior with Anthony Mantha. We'll get a better sense of who's in and who's out tonight when we see line rushes at the morning skate today. Yesterday at practice, Tarek El-Bashir and I chatted ringside At MedStar Capitals Iceplex, on the game that got away against Arizona, the mounting injuries, the importance of the homestand this week, and how the forwards have at times been defensively liable on breakdowns that have led to goals. All right, hanging out here at the rink with Tarek El-Bashir as the Caps getting ready to take on Edmonton. Sun did come up yesterday morning after what transpired in the third period against the Arizona Coyotes. Obviously a tough loss, obviously one that you don't want to look back at the end of the season and say, hey, that's two points we should have had because they should have. But it maybe is a little bit more of a troubling trend here that third period leads and locking it down really hasn't been in this team's DNA the last six games.
0: Uh, Yeah, they've had a tough time closing uh, opponents out. What's concerning to me is the fact they're struggling to put the puck in the net. You know, this is a three-goal league. It's hard to win with two goals every single game. You know, I I think defensively, the mistakes have been glaring. You know, they they aren't many. They aren't plentiful. But when they happen, the breakdowns are big and you notice them. So, they certainly have some areas that they need to clean up in their own end. But, you know, in addition to the lack of scoring, you just wonder if this aging Capitals team is nearing the breaking point with all of the injuries. I mean, when Dimitri Orlov left the lineup against Arizona, that meant there were $40 million of players on the shelf. The salary cap ceiling is only $82.5 million. So, roughly half of your payroll is on IR right now.
1: With that thought in mind, a couple of new guys that we expect to see against the Oilers. One who got his first game on Saturday, Sonny Milano, and Nicholas Abe cubel who at the skate around at practice uh, gets out there on the fourth line. Looks like he may slot in in that 4LW spot that's had a little bit of a revolving board to it here uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks. But the lineup continues to be in flux. Thoughts first of all on Sonny Milano who I thought was, for first guy coming in, some offensive chances, was okay in his own end. He was alright. He was noticed and uh, the,
0: the one thing that kind of made me smile a little bit was when Ovi scored his 787th goal. The first guy to come over and congratulate him was Sonny Milano. So that's going to be a picture I'm sure he's going to frame and put over his, uh, his mantle at some point. But, you know, seriously, I, I thought he was a re- really effective player. Good skater, great hands, great instincts. It had a couple of chances where I thought he was going to score. There was one early on where, you know, it was him and the goalie. And the defenseman reached in the last second and deflected that puck up into the screen. I, I think Milano is at a point in his career at 26 years old. I think he realizes that you know the chances aren't gonna keep coming. He looked like a hungry player to me. A player who wanted to impress his coach, who wanted to impress his teammates, and wants to make sure he th- this is you know he's no longer a tweener. So you know motivation is a heck of a thing, and I think he's plenty motivated. And you know um, Abe Kubel, he's on that fourth line right now. But as Coach Laviolette cautioned, there's a chance that they're going to shuffle things around because right now that would mean three right-handed shots on that fourth line.
1: So, Nicholas Abe kubel probably in against the Oilers. Oh, by the way, the Oilers with McDavid and Dreisaitl, no Carlson apparently, although maybe we'll find out a little bit at the morning skate, but skating in the non-contact jersey on Sunday, probably not good for the game against the Oilers. Dmitry Orlov is day to day, he may not go. So to your point, about $40 million being out, the big chunk of that on the blue line is now left to Nick Jensen, who, I don't know if it was a career high in time on ice, but it was awfully close yeah. in the game on Saturday night. Eric Gustafson, these guys are gonna have to pick up a whole lot of minutes and a whole lot of slack with those guys if they're not able to go. You know, John, it's a cliche, but the only way to slow down the Oilers, they're gonna need
0: a full team effort. It, they can't just let it, you know, leave it in the hands of the defensemen. They need need forwards backtracking. They need forwards to be detailed in the neutral zone. One thing that Laviolette said on Sunday that I found interesting was, he, he said, you know, even though the breakdowns led to goals against, those problems began further up the ice, which is his way of saying that you saw the result, you saw the defenseman get beat, you saw the, the goalie get beat. But that problem began with a forward, you know, not being where he needed to be or maybe not backtracking or pinching a guy off. So the only way to, you know, hang with the Oilers, I think in their tattered state <laughs> is going to
1: be full team effort everyone's going to be bought in everyone's got to be going hard any concern and i guess well there is concern i guess across the board with the forwards who haven't been putting the puck in the net over the last six seven eight games and again because nets off season he doesn't have one yet coming into the Oilers game but it's not just him it's whether it's Larzella or marcus johansson everybody's kind of gotten the same contagion here at the same point where in the last six, seven games, the pucks just aren't going in for anybody. When you talk about that kind of effort, you've got to get guys who are finishing on this team. It can't be Alex Ovechkin every night, because right now, that's pretty much what it is. It's concerning.
0: It certainly is. And the Capitals have a lot of really high-skilled players who have, over the course of their career, produced from the outside. And, you know, they need a little bit more interior play from these guys. They need these guys—sometimes when you're scuffling— to score and maybe you're a little snake bit, you got to score some ugly goals and there's only one place to score those ugly goals. Look look at how Arizona scored those goals, right in the crease, waiting for those rebounds, you know, waiting for that puck to squeak through the goalie and you got to be there to, like Nick Ritchie was, to to bang it home, right? If you do a flyby, if you're behind the net, if if you're swinging, you're not there to bang that rebound in. So maybe some of these forwards who have all this high skill have to temporarily, you know, maybe change their DNA a little bit and hunt for some more greasy goals.
1: It's certainly a different paint job from a year ago but still frustrating at the same time that the caps are wasting some pretty good goaltending performances right now. Where Darcy Kemper certainly did well enough in Detroit to win and there were no points. Same thing against Arizona, a team that he had never lost to in regulation in his career before that game and again played well enough to win. The Capitals didn't always get that last year. The one good thing you can say that whether it's Kemper or Lindgren, they're still getting the goaltending, even if the wins haven't been coming. It's without a doubt the biggest area of improvement from last year, just from
0: a consistency and from a performance standpoint. And there's it, it a trickle down effect. It also it just has a calming effect on the team. Now I know it's not translating into wins right now, but. Could you imagine where this team would be without those two right now? I mean, they'd be in a world of hurt. So those guys have to stay encouraged and stay on top of their game and hope that the offense kind of comes around a little bit and the defense cleans it up a bit. And, you know, more importantly, that people start to come off IR because, as I mentioned at the outset, I mean, this is an older team and you just wonder if they're being stretched, you know, to the breaking point. You can't make the playoffs this time of year, but you can miss them and they don't want to get too far behind and have to play catch-up in February.
1: Last thing, and to that point, this is the beginning of a new week and really a challenging rest of the month of November, starting with the Oilers in a game tonight. You've got Pittsburgh coming in, which, listen, the Penguins aren't going that great now either. In fact, they're they're scuffling along worse than the Capitals are. But then Friday, a home-and-home with Tampa Bay. Then you're going to Florida. You're going to St. Louis. And by the time you get back at home... Colorado Avalanche is sitting here waiting for you. So in the next two weeks, no gimmies anywhere. in Pittsburgh, even if both teams are not doing all that great right now, it's still Pittsburgh-Washington, so you know there's going to be emotion around that, and it's a winnable game, but it also is a losable game. You've got to find a way to pull standings points here in the next two weeks to avoid the exact scenario you're talking about. You're exactly right. You know This is a
0: pivotal stretch in the early portion of this season. If you lose four games here, you're buried. I mean, it, it may not be the end, but it's going to be really, really hard to keep pulling out i I think what's working in the capitals favor is that a lot of the top teams in the league with the exception of boston you know when i say top teams i mean in terms of expectations they aren't going that well right now there are a lot of teams that are scuffling right now they got to take advantage of that they've got to take advantage of that you know the one thing that we've noticed about this team and i'm sure you've noticed it as well is over the years when they kind of get backed into a corner they seem to elevate they seem to raise their level a little bit and they're going to need a heck of a
1: lot of that over the next few days Always good perspective from Tarek and appreciate his time for us here today on the show. As we leave you today, the highlights of Alex Ovechkin's 787th goal on Saturday night. Yes, it was historic, but perhaps even more than the bigger mountain ahead of catching Wayne Gretzky, this one was for us. For all who live and work and play in D.C., in Maryland, and Virginia, for a player to get 787 goals in one uniform, that player's got to choose to stay here. Alex Ovechkin, of course, was drafted to come here, but he chose to stay year after year in our town for his entire career. His goal and the salute to the fans in attendance was a perfect hockey moment for our city. And we've all been so very lucky to watch him all of these years in a Capitals uniform. Have a listen back here now. Caps and Oilers tonight at 8, 745 air on 106.7 a Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Have a great game day Monday, everybody.
3: Hi, this is Alex Sebeshkin. you listen to the Capitals Radio Network. To the center now. And on the right side is Sherry. Mantha across the blue line, across to – oh, he scores! Washington! Well, you knew it was a matter of time before the Cavs get one, they're playing the right way, good opportunities, good shots, Ovechkin in his office, scored so many of them there and he makes it happen. I it's say uh, right now it's a special night, uh, my wife, my kids uh, here, uh, all my friends and uh, I know my parents watching and uh, back home and uh, uh, it's quite a special moment, you know, it's uh, Uh, big history Uh, you know it's nice to be number one and uh, you know it's uh, very important. He tied the record in Detroit against Gordie Howe's old team tonight here against the Arizona Coyotes on November 5th 2022 Alex Ovechkin has scored more goals with one team than anyone else in the history of the National Hockey League big. It shot from the left side. A power play marker that has made it one nothing Washington.
0: for the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24/7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at capsradio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24/7 on TuneIn.